Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 104 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is March the 16th, 2023. I am the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, uh, forever veteran, forever rank six. And I am here with my fire team, who all of you CCPs know by now. Jared? Uh, yeah, so I'm an elite now, level seven. I'm working on getting up to level eight. And I think, Chad, you probably already got it. So what is, what's the title for being level eight? Um, I have not gotten it. Um, I got off shortly last night, but uh, if, if there's stuff you need to do to get there, uh, we can do it together and leave Ryan even more in the dust. And the Chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. Uh, I was going through for lore today and, uh, and, and had some excitement and some disappointment, but uh, we'll get into that a little later. And don't forget, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us Brungy friend requests so we can run the raid together. Uh, join the Discord server. Bruno brought us the TWAB this week. But before we get into that, let's listen to the intro music from everybody's favorite link, who you can find on Twitter at LinkofTimeG. All right. Uh, that's my one of my favorite parts. That might be the last time that we get to hear that intro music, but we will uh, we'll save that for another time. All right, so we're going to get started with uh, the numbers from Rita Nightmares and during, during the contest mode, then we're going to get into how we felt about it. So 582,000 players uh, competed or tried, run out for... Contest mode. That's a pretty substantial number, I feel like. That's a number that I think as a community we should be very happy with. Is that many people got into the raid uh, the opening weekend? Um, four and a half million hours were spent into the raid during contest mode. Um, there's some other ones here, but I think one we really want to get to is that there was 190,000 players that cleared the raid out of the original 582,000. So that's a 32.7% of players that went into the raid, got the completion. So I feel like that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good as in like where it was pretty high, like uh, yeah. higher than you thought it would be. What, think, what percent um, do you think would be a good percent? Oh, I'm good with that. Um, 30 to 33, 35%. I'm good with that for it being a two really? day contest mode. Yeah. What about you, Shadow? I, as long as I get it, I don't care. <laughs> as long as I get the clear, I do not care. So I guess what, we should uh, say, what, we should what probably say do you think, Bungie? Whenever you think Bungie wants that to be at. 
Oh. 20? Mm. 25? I don't know. It's hard to say because I think with this gets more people happy about the game that they got that completion and more likely to spend silver and play more of the game than doing this and then quitting for six months till the next ride comes out. That's true. I, uh, I don't know. I, it, like Chad said, I got it. I wish, I wish the bosses had a little more health. Um, but overall, uh, it's hard, it's hard to complain. I, I, I had a lot of fun in there. There wasn't that point of like, even when we were at the final boss and we died in final stand two times, that never felt like we weren't going to get it. It was always like, we just need like a clean run and like one thing to break our way and we, we would be all right. So uh, in that respect, I, I, I had a, I had a good time. So we ended up starting at like nine o'clock Friday night and got it done around six o'clock on Saturday, maybe five o'clock Saturday. So uh took us less than 24 hours, but uh, we don't get that fancy uh, raid report day one clear, even though it did take us less than a day, but that's just how it works out for us working folk. Um, I think we were one day, one day and five hours, I think is what our like time after the start was okay and like you said we started we started seven to eight hours <clears throat> after it posted and we and we slept for six hours in the middle mm-hmm. so um so uh let's just go about how difficult day one was compared to the other day ones i think um we didn't do king's fall because they released on a friday and it was only for 24 hours so we just couldn't couldn't do that um before that we had foul disciple and deetstone crypt and vault of glass i think is the other three that we that we did day one um with some success some of them um i would say this one had a way more simpler mechanic to learn um i know chad was the one that mainly did that for us on on day one but other than that, it was a lot more ad clear than I feel like the other raids were. It was definitely very ad dense, which I think they've been getting that note from, I mean, pretty much everybody that it's more fun when there's more stuff to shoot at. Uh, for contest mode, that can make things a little difficult. But uh, yeah, for the for the past raids, we've we seem to always get to a boss and to a final stand. Um, vaults of glass, we beat it obviously because you know we're OGs, right? Um, but because of the fact that we would have had to go back through and do all the challenges, we're like, no, that's not good. And then when King's Fall rolled around, we're like, well, we're working and I'm not taking time off because we're not going to beat it with the challenges again, so I'm not going to waste my time on that. I'll let the streamers do it. Um, but it definitely mechanics wise was very light, it was, it was a Two, two mechanics that are used throughout the raid and then one that's used only in the first boss encounter. Um, so it was, it's very, it's going to be very easy to teach. We ran, we've already run two people through it new, didn't have to teach them anything, just left them on ad clear. But, uh, if we had to teach them, it's very easy. The first encounter, you can basically let them just 
muddle around in the first encounter with if people go on like on a bathroom break or something like that it's like hey here's how you connect the dots and people can be working on loadouts and stuff and and they can connect dots while everybody's just meandering about so it's going to be an easy one to teach um which i'm happy about but as far as contest mode some of those ads can just pile on if if you don't have people controlling it but it still didn't feel as deadly as the other raids for sure no, and I think that, well, I know that had Val of the Disciple and Deepstone, if we would have had a whole extra day, we would have, we would have cleared those two. Uh, mm-hmm. We made it to the final boss. We were getting to damage phases, but <clears throat> it took us 18 hours to get to the boss. So by the time we got there, we were just we're sick of each other, sick of you know, just making the the dumb mental mistakes. Uh, the six hour sleep was was huge. Um, you know, we were so tired last time we didn't realize that. Like, you lost you lost your buff with the uh, with the in the Tanix fight. There, uh, we kept we kept dying. Couldn't figure out why our buffs were disappearing. It's like anytime you pop the bubble, whatever the mechanic was there. Mm-hmm. So you know that was the stuff that. That, that we were missing because we spent like 14 hours at eight tracks. So, but that's, uh, that's how it goes. You know, you get a little better each time that you do, you do these raids. Um, it's really more about execution as opposed to staying alive. And it, you, you're not as with the artifact mods and things, you're not quite as, um, dependent upon getting good ammo drops you can kind of control control your heavy and you know and wells too good so that that's kind of the gist of it really yeah so we end up uh the final group was three warlocks two hunters and a titan i think uh chat switched over to warlock at the very last encounter um I was Stasis Warlock for that last encounter just to control some more ads so people had room to uh, connect the dots, you know. Um, so, I mean, the way this Route of Nightmares looks to me now, it's uh, more of a fast-paced raid with more ad clear. I I think we get, if you didn't have that super long uh, jumping mechanic puzzle in between encounters two and three, like you could have blown through this raid just like Scourge, Scourge of the Past. Like I remember, like right. that's so such a good fun raid because you can get it done in twenty five thirty minutes, you know. So, um, um, yeah. So, do we want to go ahead and give a grade to just the just so to the raid? Like, not it's, it's everything included contest, how it's now on normal mode, or do we need to wait for master to come out to see how that plays out? I think we can give a pretty good assessment of what it is right now and then if master is just ignorant then we can um go at it then because we still don't know officially what the challenges are correct um i think they're in the game we know the names names of the challenges but that's it yeah yeah but as far as like what is what what bells the the challenges we don't know correct Mm mm-hmm yeah. So I I really like the raid. I had a good time. It's not 
it's something that you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to other than like a couple call outs each encounter, you know? And if you just say like, it's not bad for us because we all, we always play together. So I can just say like Jared top or whatever, and then, you know, just keep having our normal conversations. It's not something that's super uh, intense. So I, I really like it. I think it's a nice change of pace. Um, like you said, the, the parts in between encounters is kind of going to get old. Uh, but overall, um, and I'm only comparing it to the raids that are currently available in the game. So I'm not comparing it with, with anything else. Um, this would probably be probably right up with, uh, probably deep stone crypt. That's probably mm. like my first or second favorite. Um, because it, it's like this or deep stone would be one, two, and then Val would be three and then probably Fault four and King's Fall five. So you're just leaving out last horse. That's no number one. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I forget. I haven't ran Last Wish in a long time. Uh, no. Last Wish would be. Last Wish is uh, probably just because it's so easy now. Probably mm-hmm. like my third favorite. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just. Just, just ribbon, just that ribbon fight, man. It's nobody ever wants to do it the right way. So, like, you're stuck trying to cheese it, and if one person can't put the damage out, you're wiping over and over, and it's just not fun. I love it up to that, though. Yeah. Um. So for me, Rid of Nightmares. Um. It's, it's a nice change of pace to the raids, uh, the way the pacing is and where the counters and the ads are set up. So to me, it's going to be like a B plus. So it's, um, you know, DSC is really great, except for the opening counter. You know, Rooted Nightmares is really great, except for this jumping puzzle in between encounters two and three. So like, just like anything, um, I can find a fault in something. But overall, I'm really happy with this this raid. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely right there with Jared. Um, weird. But uh, it it for me, and the funny thing is, because I'm I was always the one that was running the deep stone sparrow section, because um, I could memorize the route faster. Than, I could, I'm a map guy, I guess, and I just I would just zoom in and get it done for everybody. Um, but the 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 jumping area, there's enough going on that it doesn't it still doesn't feel as long as the King's Fall opening to first encounter, even though I think it's probably. not much shorter Mm -hmm. um but it's 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 it doesn't feel as monotonous as dunking six orbs and then standing on ships for 20 minutes the game yeah um so i would definitely i would definitely rate it up there with deep stone for sure for me um probably probably right in line uh, Deep Stone is really fun. I like the Fallen a lot in that whole aesthetic, but this whole darkness and uh, Tree of Silver Wings in the background growing and stuff. There's so much going on. It's such a beautiful raid. Um, it's it's right up there with Garden and aesthetics. So I definitely 
a lot a lot of the stuff about it is just is just hitting me in the right way and i i really do like it a lot you know i, I skipped garden in my ranks mm. you did Gar- I, I probably i'd probably have garden probably three i really like that right now yeah um i don't like riding the i don't like going from the harpy boss to uh sanctified mind yeah i hate that but i, I really like the rest of that raid yeah, Stasis Grapple might be not that might might be a lot easier Ooh. now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um we might as well say congratulations to the to the first team that completed Ron. That is Rowan, Osiris, Puns, Kai, SK, and uh, Gragolf. Grangolf? Grangolf? Okay. So uh, um uh, I was watching the day one race, I think Fox was too. Um yep. It was really close there for a while, but all of a sudden that um, the planets encounter really separated a couple groups off. And um, I feel like Ronan kind of came up from behind. Um, and like we really wasn't on anybody's radar, like even on a Twitch Wireless radar. And all of a sudden he was, on, it was on boss. And they melted that boss too. <clears throat> they were DPS gods. Those, those six were. And uh, I think they, did they did they two phase the final boss even or no they they could have two phased it but they cut it mm-hmm. off right before to get yeah. ammo to make sure they didn't die in final stand but good god man they just destroyed destroyed those bosses all right so that's our tales from Rudy Nightmares uh, we're gonna be you know doing triumphs doing the challenges whenever they come out in master mode so master mode you know we're gonna be negative 20 under but we're also going to have the surging uh weapons and surging subclasses so it's going to be a little change to the master feel it's going to feel a lot more like day one but some some stuff is going to benefit you so it's going to be a little bit easier than uh contest mode i guess i guess it will be easier than contest mode yeah because i know that in the other raids it did not master mode was not easier than contest mode at all Mm -hmm. All right, next up is the hot fix that we kind of had. So this is giving you just some of the highlights that, that we've seen. Um, Master and Legend Lost Sectors. I've done a few. I know Chad's done some. He's had to to rank up. Um, and Fox has probably touched a couple. But they take way longer now because you're permanently under minus 15 uh, in Legend, and then you're minus 20 in Master. So, you know, you see you can get some of these done in maybe a minute or two, and now they're taking triple that much time at least if not longer so they up the exotic armor drop rate this is to me this is probably isn't enough i probably want to guarantee uh like because like exotics are not that hard to come by nowadays so if i you get a platinum clear on legend you should guarantee an exotic and then master clear it should also guarantee exotic but it should also guarantee like one of the perks being a 16 or 18 one of the the stat bars being 16 or 18. I think that's the change next step I would like to see in Lost Extras because they have made these um, power deltas mandatory in there. I think that would be a good change. Yeah. Yeah, that or if you if you do it on Master, you can select, like if it's Arms Day, you get to choose which exotic. You mm. get to guarantee the drop, but you don't yeah. get to guarantee the roll. I'd be all right with yeah. that too. I'd probably right, prefer that. 
Oh yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they don't like us picking weapons or stuff out of chests except for raids. You know, that's about it. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Some weapon changes. Uh, the winner's buyer exotic glaive is now reactivated again, and they corrected its damage. So I haven't seen how it's putting out now. I didn't ever really get to use it on anything fun because it was always disabled after I got it in raids and dungeons. Titans, they've uh, nerfed the extra glaive damage you get with Syntheseps, and I think I've seen that overall the uh, synthes- the uh, glaive melee does less damage than a regular melee now or something. So Glaze kind of took a hit, and they are really wasn't that good to start out with. So there's that. Um, Grand Overture was blinding other we- blinding with primary weapons that had payload splash damage. So they they fixed that, so that that weapon is now can be used again. Got some strain changes. So the grenade cooldown where you um, shoot and you can like use your grenade and you get the automatic reload. The internal timer has changed from two seconds to four seconds on that. Um, let's see. We got a... Uh, they fixed an issue where a player grappled to a thrown tangle and the berserker into the fray attack would fail to activate on the the tangle detonation. So I think that's not one I played around with. Chad, did you see that? I I didn't know that was a thing. Um, all right, Brutes Weave uh, was not um, properly stunning Unstoppable Champions. That's now fixed. Solar, um, the your radiant wasn't taking effect on straight ramp- weapons. That is also fixed. So uh, overall, they kind of picked up some of these loose ends with Strand and and nerfed that. That grenade reload that was pretty pretty sick. Then finally, they reduced the amount of condemnations needed to rank up. So rank seven was at seven fifty. Now it's four sixty. Rank eight was twelve fifty. Now seven ninety, and so on and so forth. So those rank ups are just a little bit easier overall. <laughs> rank eleven was six thousand. Yeah, <laughs> so dumb, like wild, right? That's Take it unreal. from six six thousand to eighteen hundred. Wow. Yeah. No wonder people were just doing the absolute cheesiest stuff possible to get those done. That's been patched too. You you can no longer give out commendations on a failed, at least a failed raid run from what I can see. So, wah, wah. All right. Uh, I'm good with that. You know, you shouldn't give yep. out awards for, yep. for losing, you know. Um, participation trophies man <laughs> and I, I would here. so i would i would like that them to add a couple negative condemnations but they don't negatively impact the number of condemnations that yeah, you neutral, need like more like but making fun of each other once it's just like do better dps or like bank your most or do the stuff like that <laughs> there's like that you just it should it needs to be said and it's not being said enough so um or just die capture the zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so if, yeah. You're, if you're on the losing gambit team, you get access to <laughs> moat hoarder or uh-huh. gate camper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think those would be fun. And yeah, maybe some people will get upset about it, or but but if it doesn't negatively affect then like whatever you're trying it. to get done, yeah, make some changes. 
<laughs> All right. Um, actually, we're going to talk about a few things in the TWAB now, finally. Um, this one, uh, mainly PvP news. So Trials are going to be back tomorrow with Fire Team matchmaking. So there's going to be no solo playlist. So if you go in as a solo, you can be matched with the two stack. And you could be potentially be playing a three stack, but most likely, um, Bungie's trying to put the ones with ones and the twos with twos um, and the threes with threes. That's the goal. And that's kind of what's been going on this season of comp, which I've played zero comp this season. Um, it's kind of something I do later in the season when I'm done doing PVE activities. Now, the thing that's going to pull me in the trials maybe a little bit is that there's going to be a 750 RPM strained SMG out there to chase. Uh, Fallout already put out a video on it and how good it is compared to the Aquilos SMG. Its stats beat out the Aquilos SMG. So um, Rangefinder can roll in column 3 and Kill Clip can roll in column 4. So it's pretty nutty SMG to go out there and chase. And then I know this is going to make Fox happy. They'll bring it back Astral Horizon. So Don't care. That gun is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right so whenever trials is done this weekend and uh week we said happens iron banner's back so along with uh, the hot fix they fixed players like going in invis and stuff like that so that's going to be fixed so next week in iron banner you can just play hours of iron banner without having to quit out of the game and and go back in so this first week iron banner is going to be control um then a week six is going to be eruption, and then week nine is going to be fortress. Uh, Budgie decided not to put out a new PvP mode this season. Um, potentially next season, we're going to have a new mode to play. Uh, there's going to be two new weapons to chase. That is, well, one more prize: uh, Drum's Claw, which is a pulse rifle, and then by the Fox Sniper, um, make their, you know, it's a weapon to go chase. Is Drum's Claw? Is that? Was that in Destiny 1 or something? Why does that sound familiar? <clears throat> well, you know, I Chad? think there was, there was another claw, claw that was Sunset. It was like the Void. Jorm's Claw. Yeah, it was in, it, it was in Destiny 1. Nice. I believe. That, that picture and looks I, like it was. No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. This is old, old. This is from... Osiris days. This is from <laughs> this is from season two. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that's old. Yeah, no, that's just from season two. All right, so okay. uh, some new PvP weapons to go chase. I think that that SMG, that SMG weekend, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Um, but I'm probably gonna grind some out maybe to get one SMG or two. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much I hate myself. I'll play right. with you. Yeah. All right. This brings us to uh, three likes and three dislikes. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot to like in the game right now. Um, for me, it's going to be the weapons coming out of the raid. And um, you know, I got the exotic conditional finality to drop. So, this was on the fourth clear. Uh, we have did, did, along uh, with uh, did did you say finally in that sentence? Finality. <laughs> I thought finality? you said I finally got. Oh, I th- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I feel like I just I should 
I, I don't think that I've ever gotten the red exotic this early in the clear. It's like yeah, that's dating fair. back that's to a thousand voices. I'm happy for you. Oh, he got that one a lot and often and early. And yeah. for other people on their first runs. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we cleared it uh, last week, I got it again. Whenever we cleared it that once. Just, <laughs> so um, uh, that shotgun is going to be discussed in weapons breakdown. It's pretty great. Um, we have now cleared the raid four times. And as a group, the shotgun has dropped four times. But our last clear last night, it dropped three times. And that one clear. Yeah. Not for me though. We've also done one or 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 two of the um the triumphs in order to increase the drop rate per run. Uh the the last run we did two triumphs at the same time. Um so typically we're we're stacking those up so we can, you know, help each other out there. All right, my like was that the raid was fun. And it's still fun, and I'm not tired of it yet. Usually, I'm the one that sees what I'm going to hate, and I start hating it before other people. And I'm not quite there yet. Uh, the The first encounter, not not the greatest encounter, but you know what? It doesn't last very long. Second encounter is fun. Third encounter is fun. Boss is fun. So I'm I'm pretty happy at the moment. Oh yeah. With uh, with the timer, I think that first encounter, if I'm fast enough, we can get it done in under two and a half minutes. So it's it's a good one. It's nice and nice and fast. I think well, three minutes with uh, in betweens. But uh, my like uh, is that we we have a contest mode emblem. I don't care how much more common it is. As a squad, I feel better, and I'm I'm glad that we got a clear. And uh, I'm I'm gonna ride that into the next day one for sure. Um, now as far as my dislike goes, uh, I've been trying to figure out a bunch all day uh for 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 lore and uh i found out after because week one we were just grinding dude i wasn't looking at the weapons or armor from naomuna i wasn't doing any of that um but i'm going in to look for lore for this week and i found out none of the legendary armor or weapons from naomuna and there's nine weapons has any lore none of it not any lore on the arm, any any of the five pieces of armor, none of the nine none weapons, none of them have any lore. Um, so the Naomuna lore for today is going to be from the exotics from Naomuna because those are the ones that actually have something. Um, but yeah, I was looking at that and I was like, there's no way that there isn't anything. And I'm going through each weapon and armor piece individually and I'm like, there's this is unreal. Like this hasn't happened in a long time where there hasn't been any lore. But thankfully, the raid has a bunch, so we'll get into that eventually. Uh, my dislike is that I really want to farm for a success, succession and heritage, but I think I'm like everybody else has already done it. So, uh, except for Chad, so I'm gonna have to try to wrangle. It's gonna be harder to wrangle a group together for that. We got uh we got Fred and, and Python. Okay, yeah, that haven't be done nice. either. Yeah, you know, like a true number seven, I got that done last season. So um you know. Listen, are we are we gonna talk about the Guardian Ranks now or are we gonna wait for wait for like later in the mailbag whenever somebody sent I a question? Th- I thought there was it. I thought there was a question in the mailbag for that. 
<laughs> All right, we'll hold it there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, so um, it's kind of hard for me to find a dislike too much right now, but I think my dislike is going to be uh, the frame rate issue that's going on in Destiny right now. Um, if the, the when you're on the Boston and Food of Nightmares and um, Nezarak is hurling those like void fr- uh, frisbees at you, um, you can get like it just takes one and a half to kill you. Um, especially in contest mode, you can die so easily from them. And I found out that like if you just drop your frames down to 30, you can take like three or four of them and still live. So um, whatever's going on with this um, splash damage, quadrupling damage that's going on in the game, this needs to be fixed, especially that Bungie is now like this, making us all be 10, 15, or minus 20 under the power level, like, these things are really coming to shine. Like there's just showing more stuff in this game that they haven't really coded right. Um, my guess is that they've made so many points on some things that like do damage or do splash damage instead of just like one damage coming at you. And um, I think they just need to maybe tone down some of the like data points that's getting shot by fire or uh, by these frisbees. And maybe just like a that probably take some of this frame cap this frame rate stuff away. Listen, this game is, are you guys getting a little like micro stutters here and there? Hmm. No, I don't think so. No. Well, I started noticing it. That then I updated my drivers and it's still there and it's driving me insane. I have, I've had a couple hard crashes. Um, and it's just, it's driving me. I can't figure out what's wrong. And I'm, I'm getting aggravated. I'm about to just roll back drivers. Hmm. If anybody has any suggestions, please uh, Twitter at DestinyCCPod. I'd appreciate it very much. All right, next up is going to be a weapons breakdown. And the weapons breakdown is going to be of conditional finality. And um, this is the Red Exotic. So it's a dual barrel shotgun that is split up into stasis and solo damage. And um, landing nearly all the stasis pellets will freeze the target and landing nearly all the solo pellets will ignite. Um, this is really fun. Um, the, the, the first, we have both barrels loaded. The first shot is in a triangle, just like a pyramid. So that's a stasis shot. And the second shot is solar. And it's in a circle, just like the traveler, because it shows the light and darkness uh, wielding in one gun. And this gun is considered stasis, so it is in that top slot. Um, I think this is a a good shotgun because it's going to be good in PvP, but not game-breaking. And then even in PvE, you know, freezing and then um, shattering what what stun unstoppable, and so does uh, the solar ignition. So... It has some uh, stuff in PVE to use also, so it's really nice. Um, hopefully, you all get it soon, and we all can have fun doing shotgun stuff. Um, I think I'm probably going to try it out uh, next time we go through the raid to see how it does on Tormentors and maybe on uh, a couple of the, the barrier champions, you know, freeze them and kind of and, and get them out of the way. So looking forward to using this gun, and I think... The, the past um, 
Raid Exotics would be Touch of Malice, and then Collective Obligation, they, um, they're more niche than anything, and I think the shotgun feels more roles in the game, and you'll see it more often. Is it? Uh, do you like it better than Acrius? Yes, because it's not so damn slow. I don't know, man. I really liked Legend of Acrius, so that, that gives me hope. I'm excited to get it now. Because I, I, that gun could put out stupid damage, and it had that reload glitch uh, to where you just you can fire it pretty quick. Yep, it definitely Acrius was definitely fun, but uh, it as soon as I saw the the for the picture of it, um, I was like, this is just the super shotgun from Doom, right. um, the double yeah. barrel baby. It's the same thing, like reload animations almost there, like it pops open, chunk, and then tink. And just it, and it's bulky. It's a big double barrel boy, and I'm excited to get it and mess around with it. But uh, it's, it's it, it could be it could be it could be it could be tomorrow. But uh, yeah, no, it looks dope. Seeing the the individual shots do individual things is really it was a really cool thing. Um, seeing the shot pattern is different depending on which which one is firing is is neat from a lore perspective um so i'm I'm definitely excited to get this one for sure whether it's good or not it looks like fun it really makes sense too chad because nezarak was using both light and dark yeah well he, it, he was a darkness um darkness guy but he was using the terraforming beam to basically grow himself all the stuff we were doing through the raid you can see it from the beginning uh the tree in the back was growing and he was absorbing its energy, so he's basic. He's a being of light and dark together. Um, he did it haphazardly, which is why the beam that hits him for DPS phase is both light and dark, and it just it's basically overloading him because he doesn't have as, as much fine control over it as we do. Um, so that that's that's why he's he that's why he has the wings because the wings are the light and the rest of them is dark, but uh. It, it it makes sense, yeah, like you said, because Nezarek's both, we're both. Give us a gun that's both. And it would have been cool if they would have they would have made that gun to where like if you you click the left the left mouse click would have done like the stasis and the right mouse click would have done the solar <laughs> and you couldn't have you yeah. could you can't ADS that gun. And then on like controllers it would have been like each trigger would have fired. That'd have been that'd have been pretty sweet. Yeah, that'd have been awesome. Dope. Cause then you could choose breaking a solar shield first and then hitting them with the ice. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. I think that takes us to gambling corner. Uh, man, back to back to back this week for me, winning it again. I am, uh, super, super, super ahead <clears throat> right now. Uh, I believe we did a 2k 2000 ante on the glimmer. Jared's checking his notes here. I'm pretty confident that's what it was of whether or not we would finish the contest mode uh, in order to get the emblem. Uh, we did, of course, do that. So that should take Jared to 6,000, Chad to 5,000, and me to 19,000. Remember, if either of these guys or myself go bankrupt, uh, then we have to offer up a gun to be sharded, uh, and then 
the other two people determine the value of uh, of what that weapon is. So it's not really a, there's not like a chart that we go by. Um, we're not out to screw the other person over, but if you're going to get some buyback, you're going to have to pay for it. So uh, you guys better be careful. You guys are flirting with disaster there. Um, where are you guys at level-wise? Are you guys at Pinnacle Gap? Close on Warlock, like um, two or three pieces away. Okay. Yeah, my Warlock is is maybe five pieces away. All right. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. I've been so tired. I didn't really come up with a gambling corner thing this week. Um, so let's uh, let's let's. You guys have any ideas, or do we want to push to next week and we'll think of something good? Should we put it out there for you or Chad? The next one to get the shotgun gets get something. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and we can bet. Uh, we'll bet who we think is going to get it. The next one to get it. Yeah. So like, Is I can bet myself oh, okay. or Chad. Okay. All right. And uh, whatever your bet is, it doubles because it's fifty-fifty chance, okay. right? We have the same yeah, amount yeah, of clears. Yeah. yeah. So, um, my my luck has been so bad, like this past Destiny year for exotics. I think it's my time. I want to go 3K on myself. All right. That's pretty good. Um, Chad, how are you feeling about this? Um, I, I, I agree with Ryan. I'm going to put 3K on Ryan. Oh, my goodness. All right. I hope I don't get it now. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm I'm literally giving up three thousand of this glimmer to get myself the shotgun. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go two uh, k on uh, on Shadow to get it. Okay. The only bad part with those bets are it could it could pay out real soon or real far down the line. <laughs> so yep, but tomorrow night. Could be in four weeks. I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll be that bad because of like the like Chad mentioned the triumphs kind of attached to that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, let's get us to the war. All right. So, like I said, there's not a lot of Naomuna lore. There's nothing on the legendaries, but uh, we still got a couple of exotics that we're going to talk about here. Um, first one we're going to talk about is the ship that you get from Naomuna. They emerge from the pod in a cloud of sublimated breath, their eyelashes rhymed with ice. Cryosleep stiffens their joints, and when they attempt to stand, their knees buckle. A massive hand dwarfs their own, pulling them upright. Time to get going, kid. They look up and up into the weathered face of a giant. It's Dara, old timer. Rohan's stern features split into a smile. In the days to come, they will learn how rare a sight this is. There are no smiles to go around when the drills bore into bone until they taste marrow, and metal latticework replaces the dermis on their flayed open throat. As the cradle lowers them into the side reel, 
The droning hum of nanillion nanites fills their ears and drowns their fear. Dara burns and freezes and itches inside new skin. Each day is suffering. So tomorrow we can live on. Dara's voice, resonant from new cybernetics, rings out as they complete the Cloud Strider's oath. Simulated applause fills the halls of heroes, swelling with the fanfare that follows. Hundreds of mobile platforms pack into the space, and thousands more people watch from the Cloud Arc. Hollow flowers cascade down over the room like confetti, and pukas dance in the rain of light. Rohan lifts them up eye to eye with them. Their chest swells with pride, their body metamorphosed into something new, but always their own. And Nimbus takes their first step as a cloud strider. Winterbite Naomuna Historical Archive Bridge Audio Recorder Sundaresh and a couple of other parties. What was that? We got hit. Engine 7 is down. We can't take another one of those. This is a colony ship. Hard port. But Hyperion between us and that. Sir, the the flood and EM spectrum with Kiyoma, the round, and the one that hit us, it's moving. What? System warning. Structural impact. He's right. I'm reading arms and legs. It's attacking engine six. I'll scramble a, a squad of cloud walkers. They could suit up and... The maneuvers I'm pulling will fill them into space, even with the magmoots. Bringing point defense cannons about. It's only three meters across. Sure you can hit with peel- without peeling us open? System warning. Structural impact. Kind of have to, Captain. Firing. That thing just took a 15 millimeter burst to the chest. Again. Firing. It's clear. Mostly. Look, it's left a... Is that a spear through our bulkhead? I'm not sure. It's some kind of exotic matter. Spinning all my sensor pings back at me, amplified like a... We can figure it out later, dear Sanchez. How's the ECM? Not great. Whatever they're using to coordinate, it's not electromagnetic. Getting something weird, though. Weirder than the three-meter hitchhiker knocking on the hull? Maybe. You remember those Vex signals you discovered? On occasion, Carlo. There's a big one. Recurring from the outer system, think it's a distress signal. Ignore it and get me... No. Bring us back around into the moon's shadow. Maya. We need to break line of sight. I can feed that Vex signal into the thing skewering us like like it is an amplifier. It might trick these attackers into thinking we're a Vex ship. It's a tight beam transmission. We'll have to write it back to the source to keep that up. You sure you want to meet whatever makes a Vex cry for help? Enemy of my enemy, Arif. You might just find a safe port in this storm. Final warning, exotic sidearm. My esteemed colleagues, while enjoying my afternoon cup of Samanthe silver tip, a gift from Dr. Dewan after his sabbatical, thank you again, dear friend, and ruminating on our planet's orbital corrections and orbital corrections we ourselves make throughout our own lives, I, a completely unrelated revelation came to me. I realized often in times of rest, how my mind wanders its own furthermost reaches and how the answers to my most vexing questions present themselves at that time with absolutely no fanfare. This phenomenon is worth studying in its own right by people much smarter than I, but I digress. 
My most recent revelation comes in regard to our current pursuits with atmospheric spectrometer number three, aka final warning, as I've heard it called in the lab. The odd capabilities this final warning harbors have been suspected by Dr. Sunderesh to be a byproduct of the veil, replicating energy signatures we often observe in fluid dynamics. With that in mind, I propose we begin testing the ability to engage that energy using both the Magnus and gyroscopic effects. We attempt to create a paracausal skipping stone, if you will. How we accomplish this remains to be seen, but I encourage you to not spend the next few days thinking about it, as we will discuss it at the next staff meeting. Enjoy your weekends, Dr. Essie. Deterministic Chaos, Exotic Machine Gun He is fleeing the Vex across a verdant cliff. He is standing guard on the Cloud Arc Nexus border on Tremontaine's orders. He's sitting next to Nimbus on the watchtower ledge. He is in the garden, of the garden. Both descriptions are approximately correct, but technically inaccurate. In the same way you can say Schrodinger's cat is at once dead and alive, you and I are both neither. In and of, extinct and perpetual. So there isn't much point in trying to find a way out of this Daedal maze. He is trying to make sense of what he's looking at. He is trying to place a familiar face echoing across the network, wondering what might have been if we had stayed in our familiar prism prison or kept tightrope walking across the quantum wilds. Instead, ask yourself, would you like to dance? Is disincorporated immortality really so bad compared to the other ends? Would you have preferred an attack by vitreous helicoprion or stumbling over the edge of unreality? Imagine. His foot crosses the quantum threshold before he is aware of it. His grip slackens and his gun falls into a bed of red flowers. His stomach churns with fear, regret, sudden doubt as to what, if we haven't, if we didn't have each other, at least we're not cut off, like the sole device of R from the rest of the Vex, nor are we beholden to another's purpose. They chose the lonelier path, all for a chance to create, not simulate not remake in their image something truly paracausal. He is witnessing the birth of a god, a false idol, a reproduction that is both like the veil and not at all built up by the same Vex who bowed down to it. Well, they tried to anyway. Either the blueprint was imperfect or the task impossible, or both, or neither. But their efforts fell short, so now they're stuck waiting for a resurrection. He is racing for the door that is once again opening and closing. He is coming around to the city council's decision to ignore the unknown threat. He is reaching for an answer to Nimbus's question. They know will never come. Do you think you'll have any regrets? I could be wrong. Is it possible the Black Heart will beat again? He stares into the white-hot glow of a conflux, speculating on the secrets that lie within. He squints down the barrel of his gun at a row of glowing red eyes advancing on his city. He looks away from Nimbus's keen, curious expression to reckon with his uncertain certainty before he says, Of course, the same as everything else, everything that has been and is and will be. And what will become of us then? I don't know. So I guess that one is a story of when he drops the, the machine gun in the garden for us to find. Um, it's nice to just get, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the first actual enemy in the game, the black heart coming back around however many years later that is, but, uh, 2014. Yep. 
So a while, a while ago. But uh, yeah, no, uh, we get to hear about Nimbus's birth as a Cloud Strider. Um, and then just a little bit of what happened to put that colony ship that left Earth onto Neptune. So I hope that there's more more about that that comes in into the game because it'd be cool to get more uh, reports of, you know, the actual colonizing of the planet. That would be neat. Um, but yeah, like I said, not a lot going on there. Uh, we'll probably be moving on to raid armor. Each armor set this time has different lore based on which acolyte oh. your armor set's based off of. So there'll be good stories there for sure. So Chad, this is just maybe something to think about about lore. Um, there's been a bunch of times now in Destiny they brought past characters back to life in some way. So I mean, it's just something to think about moving forward. Are we going to be just like putting everything in the loop again, and everything's coming back to life, and everything's just going to be back in the game? No, um, like nothing's ever really dead. Yeah, yeah, that's. The funny thing is that's a conversation that all the Zelda people are having right now because of the new game that's coming out over there. They're okay. like, we figured it out. It's a loop. All the games, Breath of the Wild and this this next one are actually the start of the whole series again. It ends and it starts <laughs> over. And you're you're hitting the kind of like the same note. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's definitely an interesting idea. I don't know. I okay. I, I cannot speculate into that, but uh it'd be neat. Because so the traveler being brought Nazarek back to life. So that beam could like bring walk and callus back to life too because however they die they probably died the same way he did probably yeah what is dead may never die that's right all right let's move on to the mailbag then um question one uh shut up six the eights are talking so there was a reddit post this last week about somebody's lfg experience and they was trying to communicate about a ready counter and uh, the eights were trying to explain and figure it figured out. And um, he was, uh, well, I'm just using, I'm assuming here. So the six was like trying to speak up and say something. And the eights were like, shut up. The eights were talking. You can, uh, you don't know anything because you're a level six. Um, so how do we feel about these guardian ranks and the entitlement that's kind of coming along with it uh, in the game? Uh, that's that's kind of going on. I mean, I think this might be some good fun, but I imagine some LFGs might be can uh, get to this point where uh, they're like, hey, I'm not dealing with level 7s or level 6s. I'll go last. <laughs> okay. uh, to me, this okay. is just good fun in the game. This is just like we all, especially the, the people you play with regularly, you know how good they are and you know what they can bring to the table. Um, and LFGs is just probably just something to get little stabs in here or there. You know, I think, I think just, it's just all good fun. I think as a group like us, it's okay. Um, but if I haven't really raided with the person, I don't care. I'm not going to bring that up. That's nonsense. But if it's a group of friends, you can always, you can always do stuff like that. Like, oh my gosh, is he still talking? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, like I said, do that. amongst a solid group of six, it's, it's ribbing. You can rib, but, but with a, like an LFG group, bro. It's literally nah. just something else to work on and watch level go up. Yeah. And I, I am not partaking 
in this uh, level leveling. I will. I'm uh, forever six. Uh, you can just call me a veteran. Yeah. You know the way I see it. If people are so excited to get past level six that they, uh, it's kind of like a stolen valor thing. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm I'm happy to be a veteran. So now, uh, Fox, how do yeah. you feel about them putting some of the mods and loadouts behind ranking up? They better stop at level six. Okay. All right. If they go higher than that, then I'm I'm going to have an issue. Uh, <laughs> however, as of right now, you can get the rest of your loadouts unlocked at six, mm-hmm. and uh, the mods as well. So, <clears throat> I don't think there's anything in the higher ranks, is there? No, I really I just, haven't like looked at any of this. I've been, I've been so focused on like beating the campaigns, unlocking strand, power leveling, beating the raid. That's like my entire focus the last mm-hmm. two weeks. Like I haven't mm-hmm. really put much time into the other stuff. So. All right, question two: How would you rate Nexorak encounter compared to Tanix, Riven, Sanctified Mind, Aeon, Oryx? And walk. Oh, uh, ooh. Well, first of all, and this, 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 this. I I was watching a Cacus video because there was no other option. Um, they were doing damage testing on 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 the boss, and um, it's it's Nezarek. It's N E Z A, and he kept saying Nezer Nezerak, and I'm like, bruh. His name is on the screen the entire time. So, um, what way? Bo- what way bothers it for you? Like which way I'm bothers you the most? That. <laughs> you just listen back. I will. I will legitimately yeah. just leave a raid if you do it. Um, <laughs> so, versus Tanix, Riven, Sanctified, Atheon, Oryx, and Rogue. Jeez. Um. Well, I definitely like it more than the Garden Boss. The Garden Boss can be finicky sometimes. Um. Riven, we still haven't done legit, so I'm not even going to rate that yet. I'm not even going to put that out there. Um, you think I, you've I never like done it, it. You've never done it the right way. I've never done it legit, and I've told you anytime you want to do it the real way, I'm down. Okay, let's uh, let's do that. Let's do that soon. Yeah. Um, it's not that fun. I'll just tell you, it's not that fun at all. Well, I, I so. never said it was fun. I'm just saying I <laughs> I never done it, so I'm not going to say anything. Um, it's it's a fast fight. The the mechanics are simple, so I I think I'd I'd rank it in the same like at the same level of Tanix. You're not getting teleported somewhere different. You're not you're not doing weird stuff like Oryx where some random person gets gets buffed and you have to run around or stuff like that. So it's it's a lot less of a panic. Um, but it's definitely not the best one. All right, listen. I'm going to help you guys out here. This is very easy. Go for it. Rock is far and away the best, right? Yeah. Okay. Oryx is far and away the worst, right? As in, like, the boss as a threat to you? It just it takes a long time. Like the boss is like, he's just, he's more of like a set piece as opposed to an enemy that you're fighting. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Sanctified mind is slightly above Oryx. Mm-hmm. Riven is slightly above sanctified mind. But then mm-hmm. you have Tanix would be second. 
and Atheon would be third. So Rock, mm-hmm. Tanix, Atheon, Riven, Sanctified Mind would be, um, and then Oryx. That's so. Now we got to figure out where Nazarick uh, comes in here. <laughs> Nazarick, so, isn't that where Jesus? So the way be? that the way that <laughs> I would I would say uh, Nazarick um, is probably. Probably to, uh, for me, uh, uh, Nezrak would be probably like r- somewhere around Tanix. Rock would be one. Uh, Nazarek would be two. Tanix would be three. So I'm pretty on board with you, Fox, but I think I should make an argument for Nezrak actually being number one. It's because okay. he can actually attack you at any point in the rated counter. There's times That's true. Brock, half the time Brock does absolutely nothing. Uh well he's shooting his beam. Yeah. Um, which like messes up like the people doing their thing. Uh, but he's not necessarily damaging you. So I guess it would depend upon he's messing up the mechanic as opposed to damage. Yeah. So I think I mean to me like Nesrak, um, the way they build out the 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 landscape hurt him instead of yeah yeah all right yeah so I mean like Rock and Nazarek are pretty close together they're towards the top but yeah I, th- I think I think we've kind of hit it hit it pretty well there yeah. uh top three raid encounters it's the next question. Okay. Oh, that's tough. Um, I assume this is just like favorite, like the ones that like you look forward to out of the raid, right? Okay. Okay. Um, man, I think the um the planet, the macrocosm, I think that's in mm-hmm. the top three. I really, yeah, I really like that encounter. That's awesome. I yeah. I also, <clears throat> I really enjoy. I really enjoy Shirochi. Um, I think I'm the only one on the planet that does, but I love that encounter uh, because you've got to do damage and you're running, and then you got a puzzle and you're going up, and you know, I I, mm-hmm. I like that one. So yeah. that would be in my top three, and then um, probably the Chaos Room. Right before Tanix, uh, those would probably be my top three in some order. The, the stipulation with Chaos Ring, you have to like cut off comms of like getting yeah, buffs yeah, or yeah. not getting buffs oh to gosh. make it fun. Could you imagine yeah. everybody deafens <laughs> on, in the Chaos Room and it's just nonsense? Yeah. Or yeah. you're only allowed to say vowels. Just <laughs> lots of capital A's, some capital E's. Like yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just just screaming, nothing else. <laughs> um, um, oh man, yeah. So I was trying to take a think of some other ones that we ended up really enjoying. Um, I know this is gone, but kind of the the opening encounter of Scourge of the Past, and like yeah, how you up on Scotch, fast. You, yeah, you're up on Scotch Travels, you're going across the map on Sparrows getting buffs bringing them back i I really Mm. i really miss i miss that you know 
I think Scourge of the Past, if they had the time to develop to where like when you escaped from that servitor and the, yeah, and the, the servitors. The, the sparrow. The sparrow section, yeah, like if that ended up being a boss encounter like after that, like that raid probably would have been the best raid in Destiny. Yeah. They would have had yeah, to make like the an, servitor a bit slower because most mm-hmm. people suck on sparrows and just can't make it to the end. But could you imagine you get to the end and it's basically a final stand? You just get to the end and you have to do a bunch of damage to that boss immediately, or you just die. I, like I would have left that encounter the way it is, but then you have a yeah, another and then just after. added added okay, a boss yeah. encounter. Yeah, yeah, and it could have happened in that big room right after it. Like, yeah, legit, it could have happened in that big room. Because you remember, you had a big traversal part. You had the big room where the secret chest, and then you had that all that traversal to get to the final arena where the last two encounters both took place. Yeah. Now, if All we're right. doing so, so you guys don't have any to add, you're just going to take. No, you, your take? top three was probably what comes to mind as the other one I would say is Queen's Walk. I do enjoy Queen, Queen's Walk because it's just. It can be fun. It's, it can it's be fun. to Chaos Room. Yeah. Where it's just, it's um, just nonsense. So out of the, out of the Leviathan raids oh. so like the which which encounter was your favorite there hmm. i i know this is very unpopular but okay. i very much enjoyed that spire of the stars boss encounter going like up if into you had space. people going up into space and then you got to throw the bombs at the dude up up like the one on his hand and then mm-hmm. like that was a fun encounter if everybody if you had six people that were worth a damn, that was a fun encounter. Yeah. Yeah, that's... The only that's bad part is one. the rest of that raid was suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hated the rest you of that raid. You don't like running through the, the engine room? No. Or opening opening the doors? Yeah, that That's pretty well it. That's pretty well all that happened. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. Um, next question, Chad. Did you have any you any other like honorable mentions or anything? Nope, nope. As soon as he hit Scourge of the Past, I was like, "Yep, that's, that's <laughs> yeah." It. I mean, pretty well, that's, that's pretty well honorable. Noted. I enjoyed Caretaker too. I, yeah, I, I mean, that would be the yeah. only one that Caretaker was a good one. All right. Um, two more questions. Favorite non-exotic raid weapon. Uh, I have mine. If you you guys need a minute. I have mine. If you guys, yeah, need go a ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the 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 fake bringer from the Morgoth encounter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely uh, definitely mine. Hmm. Um, I think for me, it's got to be threat level. If I'm scourge of the past, <laughs> the fact that yeah, it was yeah. a, it was it was a call back to the office. You know, that's when shotguns were just amazing. A trench barrel, you know. Um, and trench barrel, yeah. 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 I miss those days a little bit. Probably, for me, probably deliverance. Just, I love fusions. And it was the first stasis boy that we had. Um, And it just, the, the, the vow weapons look so cool. So... That was that was a very that has a very special place in my vault, forever and ever, and on my character. But uh, 
forever. Uh, Nation of Beast, the the curated role that was the fake bringer. If you didn't know, I, I, I don't think anybody asked. It, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, just making sure, <laughs> making sure Chad knew really. Um, thoughts on the quick bungee nerf to the artifice armor? Okay, so I actually, Chad and I and uh, Mister Shifty, uh, partook in this a couple nights ago. Basically, you could in the uh, the Galron encounter. For the um, in the in the duality dungeon, you could like kite the boss off the edge, and when uh, the boss went off the edge, it didn't respawn back up; it just died. So you could do that on master mode. It would take if you got a good run, you could do it in like I don't know twenty seconds from the time you started the encounter, planted the flag, and all that, um, and then you would just like reload back onto the checkpoint, do it over and over. Um, I did see that the internet was in and you know, they're in an uproar over this today. I will say that Bungie had already nerfed the artifice armor because I think we did it roughly somewhere between 15 and 20 uh, times we did it. So we had like, let's just say we had 60 drops and we had one, we had two out of the 60 that were 65 and everything else was uh, less. That was the highest that we got. So it was not like we were banging out 67, 68s, or the nice 69s uh, armor, like stat roll pieces there. Like they were already low. They did have the, they were artifice armor. So, I mean, I guess, but I mean, like the artifice armor doesn't really mean as much now. I mean, it gives, I, I understand you can get like plus 15 on that, but. You know, like if it's not rolled high or rolled well, it's not going to help you. Uh, to me, it was better because I was able to get the the Epicurean. Is that the fusion rifle, Chad? Yes, correct. I got like four red borders of those, which finished off to where I could craft it. So uh, Bungie came out within what, like 30, 24 to 36 hours uh, and basically made it to where you couldn't... Um, join in on that encounter any any longer so they basically got rid of the got rid of the farm uh and everybody was very upset you know like we have all these invisible characters running around for two weeks but something that benefits the players you know bungee is quick to nerf it so i've said that for years you know like if it's something that's too good for us it's a priority to get taken care of but uh, i did feel like there was exceptional outrage and i think that's just everybody is still trying to hate on Lightfall and be upset about that. And it's just kind of leaking into this other stuff now. Um, yeah. So I've grinded a lot of artifice armor. Um, you know, I was, I thought, I think I farm Kaido a lot, uh, for those The the hearing about that stat makes me think that they just changed the artifice armor overall in the game and didn't tell us. So that is something um, to think about because so the artifice armor that I already have that's like, you know, 65 plus perky, um, I might not be able to get any more like it. And if I do, they're like, sounds to be maybe like a a 1% to 3% chance of that happening. So that's um, something that's very beneficial to the old players and so that new players cannot even get some of these stat walls that I have now. Yep, I didn't see a single thing above 63 at all that entire time. 
and everything I was getting was so evenly distributed that it just looked like a straight line. It didn't even look like a, pipe, <laughs> like a chart. It was wild. Do you remember? Do you remember what that one you had was? That was so funny. Yeah, it was uh, ten, ten, nine, eleven, nine, nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it was just it was so stupid dude so stupid yeah. uh but i uh, had a good time just hanging out hanging out with the buds and uh getting that stupid galron to jump off the edge was was pretty fun yeah so it wasn't that wasn't that difficult either but um i think that wraps the show uh jared is our uh bracket pool is it locked yes it is um, I okay. did open it so uh, like Moon was able to get in quickly. Okay. Um, but if somebody, how do you feel about how again, do you feel about opening it up through maybe like the entire first round to where people can join, and then so this, and then we can close it up. So here's my problem with it. Is that whenever you open it up, people can select any bracket they want to go put into it. That's true. So, but so, okay. Um, what I can do is Friday night, if you want to get in, that is your only night. Okay, I think that's fair. Yep. So, uh, if you want to join in, so the winner is going to get uh, get some silver. Uh, but you have to beat us. If you if you don't if you don't beat all three of us, like if, if one of us win, then nobody gets silver. Uh so uh you you have to, you know, if you come at the king, you best not miss. So uh just 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 remember that. So but I uh we posted it, it's it's on our Twitter, uh at Destiny CC Pod. Check that out. Um it's there. If, if you want to join, I think I posted the screenshots and things this morning. Uh, but remember, follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod, Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox. Um, yeah, play, come play games with us. We always look for more. Let these other two sign off. Yeah, we got uh, 11 entries into uh, the All Bracket Challenge right now. So that's pretty awesome. So if you don't like basketball at all, or you only watch for this one time, um, you're just as likely to win as anybody else because it's nothing but craziness happens. There's already a bunch of upsets today. I think there was only like 0.14% brackets remain perfect or something like that. I might even be less than that now. It might be all of them gone. Um, so it's a fun time. Um, you know, stuff going on in Destiny. This raid is very, very Sherpa friendly to where you can go do it a couple of times. You're just doing ad clear. You're getting the lay of the land. And then after you've done it a couple of times, you say, like, hey, I want to do this other role. And then you know the layout and you know what to do. You're not just learning everything at once. So this is uh, a very good way to, to get people through. Yep. Like uh, like Jared said, definitely a very good starter raid. Uh, we'd be more than happy to run anybody through that wants to go through. Very quick and easy to teach. Um, if you guys have any lore questions for me, uh, definitely throw them at us. I'm more than happy to get them um, and just take a look and see if there's anything super, super exciting that I've never thought of. Uh, those are always really good. I love those. Um, but yeah, uh, get into a raid. Join us. Join the Discord, and and we'll play and have a fun time. Go cats! Love you guys.